Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to my left is my good buddy and co-host, Victor Adams. He's been showing up on time. He's even getting here early. Uh, I don't know if he's trying to work himself into a set of benefits or something, but he, uh, man, he's showing up every day. Uh, thank you for that, Vic. That's right. I'm in for the 401. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I don't, I don't know that we have one of those yet, but maybe no. we'll look into mm-hmm. that. Now. Okay. Um, so, what you been up to? It's been busy. I've been very busy. Um, my my precious wife and my oldest are out looking at colleges right now, and they're in Arkansas, and uh, so it's just me and Ella. So I'm kind of doing the single parent thing right now, and I realize how much I come to rely on Christy. Yeah. And then just not the household, but the chores. I mean, just not tell me what to do, but it's the scheduling. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've had to kind of really keep up the pace to kind of where I'm making sure I'm two steps ahead rather than just telling what, being told what to do. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Well, I know that you've got a lot of other stuff going on, too. You know, you're, you're active in some, some stuff around the diocese as far as study groups. And, you know, you work full time. Your wife does, too. I mean, I know it's you got a lot going on. And yes. And it kind of it's funny. We, we wound up picking another uh, piece of paper out of our bag of struggles. Like I want well, next time we talk to Deacon Jeff, let's get him to make us a soundbite that just says the bag of sinful struggles or whatever. You know, it's just we need one of those kicks there at the mm-hmm. end on it, one of the sound bites. But, you know, we pulled it out. What does it say, Vic? What do you got over there? Well, it says taking care of myself. Um, and that could be spiritual, health, diet. It, it, it kind of could be open, mm-hmm. an open bag on that. Well, doesn't, isn't it funny? The Holy Spirit has like a, a serious sense of humor. Last week we, we do uh, distraction and we're talking about how our focus needs to be on other people. And then the next week he has us pull out a piece of paper that says focus on yourself. Right. So we go from distraction to me time this week. But, you know, I mean, this is a big issue for a lot of people. I mean, we heard when I remember the night when this was when uh, we pulled this out of the bag in the group and there was a lot of men that that's that's what they talked about is I, you know, I'm always on the go. I'm go, 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 go. And that's what the world really wants us to do. Right. We everything you see makes you feel like if I sit down for a minute, I'm missing out or I'm not fulfilling something or I'm I'm not going to be somewhere I should have or. And we even do it to our children, right? I mean, we've got our children loaded up with sports and, and dance stuff and, and recitals and all these things instead of just allowing them to be. And as adults, we need time to be as well. You know, and we've we've got multiple parts, like you said, of our, of our body. You know, our, our mental uh, capacity needs, needs rest. Our physical capacity needs rest. And then the biggest part is the spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of places we could go with this today. Um, but mine goes right to, you know, looking at the Bible, there's a lot of verses in the Bible that speak specifically to rest and rest is the thing that covers all of those things, right? Your mental, your, your spiritual, your physical, all of that. You, you, that's where, that's where you're rejuvenated. Right. In your interior, interior life and your exterior life. Yeah. Right. right. And there's, I mean, I, like I said, I, I've got some verses here and, you know, Jesus says in, in Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. There's other ones. You know, come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. 
People were coming and going in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. Mm. You know, that's when he takes the disciples away from the crowds, and the crowds eventually find them again. But the whole point was Jesus wanted them to step away, to step off of the merry-go-round, to take time to to be with him. And, and the only way we can do that today is through taking time to be with Jesus, is taking time to be quiet, to be still. And some of these other verses go into that. My soul rests in God alone, from whom comes my salvation. God alone is my rock and salvation. My fortress, I shall never fall. You know, it is vain for you to rise early. Put off your rest at night. To eat bread earned by hard toil, all this God gives to his beloved in sleep. Uh, even stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient pass, where the good way is and walk in it and find rest for your souls. So you can see the Bible, That's there's a lot of Old Testament in there. And then I know one that you and I have talked about before is Martha and Martha and Mary, the story mm-hmm. of Martha and Mary. So, you know, the verse goes, Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, there, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible where God, this is obviously important to God, right? He doesn't He doesn't want us out there like mindful, I mean, mindless, just robots going and going and going. There's It's very important to him to, to feed us, whether it's physically, mentally, or spiritually. So, right. I mean, that's that Jesus says it right there to Mary like, well, I mean, yeah. and Martha. And the thing that it kind of point when you're talking about it is like the Crescio movement, right? Mm-hmm. For men and women who are so actively um, in their church, mm-hmm. in their community, they're constantly on boards, they're on committee meetings, they're they're the ones getting up, making sure everything is ready for the service, you know, saying the rosary, you know, leading the rosaries and stuff like that, in the, in, like at 615 Mass. Mm-hmm. The Crescio allows people to t- kind of take a break and to seek that interior life because when you're with action all the time, and you don't take time for study or piety, then what happens with that that action? It becomes sometimes vain hardly, right? I mean, it becomes really maybe a movement of the self rather than movement of Christ. I mean, I may be speaking out terms, I don't know, but I mean, that's just something that I learned from Crescio is that I need to have a balance of all three. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the hardest thing. Like, you you know, you're all of us work hard you know and that, that's the thing with 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 men especially because i think we don't know how to turn that stuff off right that's one of the biggest struggles i think with resting is as men we feel like we've got to go 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 all the time and and i know personally in my previous line of work i took my work home all the time and it i, I just took that stress into the house and it kept me away from enjoying that time with my family mm-hmm. um it kept me preoccupied from from doing the spiritual aspects. You know, I just wanted to sit down and veg out to a TV show because I didn't have to think. And I think the devil uses those things, those weaknesses, to just to, to keep you from God, like just to, to keep you in yourself. And, you know, we're talking about rest here. So, you know, the thing is, when you're not taking care of yourself, you're worn out, you're negative, you become selfish, focused on yourself, easily angered. I can remember so many times with my children just being innocent and want to come up and spend time with dad. And I'm just like, leave me alone. Give me a minute. I've been doing this all day, blah, 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 blah. And I was impatient with him. I, you know, there was times of depression. And I was always stressed that, that things were coming out of my control. And on the other hand of that, you've got, when you are rested, you're energetic, you're positive, 
you're selfless, even tempered, patient, joyful. Those are the things that God wants for us in every aspect of our lives. You know, you can see how just not getting rest affects all that. You know, if you're, for instance, last night, you know, I, I've been out of town a couple of days. I, I was up five o'clock in the morning every morning, flying to Philadelphia. We worked all day up there with Cardinal Studios on some of this Rise stuff I'm doing. And I didn't get back till midnight, you know, Thursday night. And, you know, by the time I got unpacked and, and, and to sleep, it was one thirty in the morning. I was up early to take the kids to school. And then last night I went and got a sinus cocktail. And I guess the steroids in it or something kept me up. And I sat up and watched Netflix till 3 o'clock in the morning. And and this morning I found myself struggling. I found myself um, distant and, and just sort of easily angered. And here I am doing a show and getting rested. Mm-hmm. And I'm not listening mm-hmm. to the own message. I'm talking to myself as much as I'm here. But... It just messes up our entire world. We're not we're not good at anything when we're not rested, right? Well, we fail. We lose focus, right? And like you said, we become easily agitated to where that the littlest thing that doesn't go according to plan can really just take our our focus off of of kind of what we want to do, right? And when we're rested, we come. You know, we're we're like in this scripture. You said where Jesus takes them away, mm-hmm. so it's a solitary place. And it's and it's like what I was going back to. If you're if you're always doing action, you're always serving, 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 serving. You're going to drain yourself eventually. Like you said, you're going to be tired. No matter how much good you're doing for the church or for the community you're, you're serving in, you're losing a little bit of of that, you know, motivation. I guess that spiritualness because you haven't you haven't filled up at the tank, right? right? Yeah, in front of the Eucharist. I mean, that's where I, I mean through adoring the Christ in the Eucharist. That is where I like I get spiritually filled mm-hmm. for me. Now it may be totally different from you know everybody else, but with through reading or studying as as could be just as much. But I think that's when I'm fulfilled because I always come out um, feeling much better because I leave everything there. Yeah, and that's I think that's the thing. You know, it's easy to, to feed yourself every day. Like you're going to eat, even if mm-hmm. you're tired, you're going to eat. I mean, a lot of people put it off. So, you know, you're being spiritually fed, I mean, physically fed, but the thing that seems to always be the last rung on the ladder, especially when things are busy and you're tired, is your spiritual life. Mm. And I think that's why we have so many problems today, is that that's what, that's, that's the first thing to be avoided, you know. Um, I find myself doing it. You know, we've been doing a 54-day novena, and just throughout the day I get busy, and then 10 o'clock rolls around, and, and I'm... I'm saying Hail Mary so fast, I'm not even sure I said all the words, you know, just trying to do something. And you're, what you're doing is you're, you're, you're checking the box and you're, mm-hmm. you're going through the action, but you're not allowing that bridge from, from God to come down and be in that with you. You know, you're, you're, it's almost the fact of why even do it at that point, right? And, yeah. and it's, it's so crazy that we run from that because that's what we need the most, right? If we're, even even in in moments of, of of tired and rest, it's you know just just like Jesus when he was tempted in the desert for for forty days, mm-hmm. you know he hadn't eaten, he hadn't sleep, and he hadn't been uh, physically nourished at all. And the devil was tempting him. And you know what did he do every single time? He went back to his to his faith, to his scriptural background. You know every time the devil tried to get him to do something, he shoved the word of God back down his throat. And I think that's that's what we've got to learn to do is really focus on our lives and know that. Nothing else is going to be right there if we're not making that bond with the spiritual. I mean, when's the last time? I know you you do this a lot, but 
I bet if we well, pull it depends on what you're going to say. Well, well it, it was another bad door. <laughs> yeah, okay. But um, I know that I bet you if we pulled a hundred guys and said, when, "How how often do you spend ten minutes a day, or or any time, just to sit, like not necessarily to pray, not necessarily to say a rosary, or to do something intentional, mm-hmm. but just to sit in the presence of God and just let Him let Him love you, like just turn your mind off, listen to things around you, and just just be for a minute right because we feel like as people we've just got a like a water bug man you're just zigging and zagging everywhere and and we don't take time to spiritually nourish ourselves you know doing it on a sunday morning for an hour is not it mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of gifted you know homilist and 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 priests and things like that out there but but that's not going to feed us and you know without that and, and without the rest man, we can get into such periods of just being worn down. And and that's where the devil wants to keep us mm-hmm. is, is far away from God, just physically drained, spiritually drained, mentally drained, because we're not good to anybody at that point. You know, and, and our, we've got to remember that our purpose on this earth is to grow in our own holiness and then to go out and evangelize and bring other people to it. Mm-hmm. And how good at that are you going to be if you're not ever in the mood to do it? If you're, if you're, if you're never, if you're always thinking about yourself, if you're, angry and, and just irritated and all the things that come with not taking care of yourself. And, you know, there's there's the, the physical aspect. You know, the work, there's lots of people out there that work out, right? Like they're ripped up. They're at Whole Foods every other day. You know, they hadn't had a piece of chocolate in like seven years. Or, and, or carb in 10 years. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Like, you know, yeah. it's just like washboard <laughs> abs, all that stuff. But, they're, and they're physically, they're physically fit. But what what state is their mind in? And more importantly, what state is their soul is? And that's, I'm not saying everybody out there that's ripped up and in good shape doesn't doesn't have a spiritual life. I'm not saying that at all. But so often we pick as people one aspect of the trinity of ourselves, I guess you could say in a way, of your mind, your spirit, and your body. And that's a mistake in any regard. If you're overly spiritual and that's all you're ever doing is spending every minute with God, you know, most people would say, well, what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. But are you nourishing yourself mentally? Are you giving yourself that break to go for a walk in the woods and just just take a break from that, you know, or ride a bike or whatever it is that, that, that sort of takes your mind off things? Or, or are you neglecting your, your your physical aspect? Are you just sitting around, you know, throwing down food like it's nothing and, and not taking care of your physical self? Because when they're all separated, we're always missing something, right? Just like if for some reason you could talk to God and Jesus is not the Holy Spirit, you're not complete, you know? And I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but but I mean, that's that's what I, I struggle with and I try to really make a huge point in my life is, okay, am I eating right? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I, am, I, am I putting in my time with God? You know, because I want to be the most completely formed disciple I can be. And the only way it happens is when you're paying attention to everything your life needs. Mm-hmm. Well, and and something we you know was talked before about how God has always nourished the the prophets um, through food, mm-hmm. the Old Testament New Testament connection of like the Last Supper, um, and how food is like um, the central theme of sustaining, you know, not only the spiritual aspect but of filling of the stomach to to continue a journey that was told God to do. Like going back, like Elisha. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, he was running away from 
Jezebel, right? He's yeah. like, I'm I'm the last of the last, um, and I'm being persecuted. What's going on? And so he's hiding, and you know, God tells him to sleep, so he sleeps, and he wakes up, and there's food waiting for him. You know, he eats. He says, "Get up, eat." So he eats. And he goes back to sleep, and he wakes up again. There's more food there. So it was like God was giving him food to get him to the journey. This is going to take 40 days, by the way. Yeah. Like, I mean, why does everything take 40 days? I have no idea. Or 40 years. You know, yeah. it's like it's. Can we can we numbers. just like like where's the map? You know, can we just <laughs> take a right. shortcut? Um, but but that was needed for for God to kind of say, I, I hear you where you're coming from. You know, and he says, go this go to this place. Was it Mount Horeb? I, I don't forgive me if I'm misquoting the, the location where it was. And so it took him this 40 day journey to get there. And that's when God showed up in the whirlwind, the earthquake, the fire, and then the soft whisper. And mm-hmm. that's when, you know, that that whole journey ended with Elijah um, just going, Oh my Lord, you know, I'm so worried about myself. I was so scared about what they could be doing to me that I didn't trust you enough. Mm-hmm. And you know, when Christ goes with the uh, Last Supper, you know, I am the bread, right? He gives the bread and says, do this, you know, remember some of me, but also that I will sustain you all the days of your life. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, I, the connect, I see the connection you're making mm-hmm. there. I mean, he's always wanting to feed us in one way or another. He's always wanting to nourish us, whether it's, you know, through our through our physical being, our spiritual being, and you know, it's just so funny that that rest is such a hard thing for us to find. Like that should be something that comes nat- that comes natural. Well, it does. To us. It comes natural to us, but not the correct way of resting. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. like we just talked about again. It's like how last the last show is mirroring almost the opposite of you know not opposite, but like what we were saying is that we would spend time watching sports on TV. Yeah. Or watching just something that really doesn't really fill us or feed us, you know. It was just a chewing gum for the eyes, as someone would say. You know? I don't know. I got right. full of beer on most <laughs> of those days. Yeah, yeah. That fed me a little. <laughs> but now that's that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 all about balance, right? I yeah. mean, that's what that's what's so funny about these last two shows is is it's the Holy Spirit trying to say, like, look, you need to you need no distraction. You need to be you know put others first. Mm-hmm. But hey, on the backside, you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. I mean, even look, the creator of the universe worked hard for six days and then he rested. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, I think in that creation story, that's a model for us. I mean, I know he's talking about the Sabbath, but God's saying, like, look, work hard and do what I'm asking you to. You know, you're my laborers in the vineyard, but you also got to have rest because what kind of labor? I don't want half chopped off crops and and fields that have forgotten to be watered and and all these things. And so he's just saying. Look, I give you these things as a reward for your for your work, and to be able to nourish you and to be able to do it. And you know, Paul says in uh, in Hebrews, he actually says, "Therefore, a Sabbath rest still remains for the people of God. And whoever enters into God's rest rests from his own works, as God did from His. Therefore, let us strive to enter into that rest, so that no one may fall after the same example of disobedience." Mm-hmm. You know, and and what he's saying is. Without these things, without nourishing ourselves in all these different ways, we're we're gonna fall susceptible to the other guy, right? To the to the tempter, to the mm-hmm. to the deceiver, to the you know, he, he's just he's out there waiting, and and that's what's crazy about the world. When you look around today, there's so much noise out there, right? It's our phones, it's our it's TVs, it's it's 
it's it's be at this, be at that, do this, do that. And as a people, we've just grown to like where where rest was once held in a high regard. Now it's like, what do you mean you got to rest? What kind of wuss are you? Like, what's the matter with you? You got to rest, man. I drank eighteen cups of Starbucks this morning. I'm going to like tomorrow, mm-hmm. and and it, and it's just this this negative connotation on the need to take care of oneself. It's it's almost like some just weird backwards contest of who can go the longest without falling out you know and it's that to me that's not tough that's stupid you know but Mm -hmm. it's just but that's the direction the world wants us to go and and i really think because when you speak of the world who's in control of the world the devil Mm -hmm. you know this is his this is his area and so he wants to keep you so occupied that you forget to do the the natural everyday things that you're going to do right well i mean we that both you need to do right yeah. we both work remotely right mm-hmm. i mean you recently got a new job congratulations yeah it's yeah. awesome thank it's you awesome. i yeah. love it a lot if yeah. chris is listening i love it a lot <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> and so you know i work for um a behavioral health hospital and so i go and i talk to doctors i go to hospitals and nurse practitioners case managers social workers um even to churches and to uh, hr representatives to kind of let them know what what we can do so you know when when it's not at rest you know when when i'm working remote from home it's hard for me to create like a separation of when's work when's family when's time to spend with my kids you know i mean it's because it it can blend over the uh, over the whole spectrum of my life for that day Mm -hmm. and so i have to make sure from certain hours that's what i'm doing and i'm not trying to answer my phone at six or seven at night unless it's emergency you know right and and the same thing for you when you start that that thing when you new job you're gonna be getting calls you know trying to make things happen because yeah. you know you leave a voicemail if someone's gonna call you later when they get off work which goes into your time with your family so well, that's the time with rest and work you know right and well and we're the you know especially guys were the worst about making excuses like why i can't go to the gym why i can't eat lunch because i'm busy working why i don't have spiritual time and we've we've really got to get out of that and you know, some of the things I think about that would help me is when I get home, put my phone down, be done with that, you know, get rid of that. And and instead of spending the time that we do on Facebook or whatever it is, spend some of that time in prayer, spend some of that time in scriptural study, spend some of that time asking your kids if they want to go outside for a walk. You know, these things that we've got to start being intentional, unplug, you know, avoid filling your time with mind numbing things, right? If I know we all love our TV, but... You know, I think we need to start examining our lives and start saying, look, I mean, how do I unplug more and more from these things? And the things I know I need to do, you know, you can include all of this. Like, look at just a meal. Go home one evening. Leave your, you know, rub your hands on your trouble tree outside and leave everything outside of the house. Go inside, cook a nice meal for your family. Being, You know, you're being physically nourished. Um, the joy and the happiness you'll receive from just listening to your kids talk about their day and the funny stuff they say, you know, that that's, that's a relief and a rest in that. And then, you know, the praying before a meal and, and, and just mentioning, Hey, where'd you see God today? You know, we do that a lot on the way to school. I ask my kids every morning, where did you see God yesterday? And who do you want to pray for? And it's just that moment, even though I'm not asleep or I'm not laid out on a couch or I'm not resting in some other form. I'm resting in, in that moment with my children, mm-hmm. you know, where we're, it, it's just a connection and a bond that we're getting and they're growing in their spirituality and the things they say, just the, 
the, you know, out of the mouth of babes, you hear things you're like, wow, I wish I prayed for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's just, so there's many different ways, but I think we have to, especially as men, we've just got to say no to the world stuff, you right. know, and back out of it. Well, if you so just give like a bullet point. So if some people want, who's listening and wants to improve, mm-hmm. I know you said give like 10 minutes. Yeah. So what else? Could they you know, I, I would say start on the spiritual aspect of it. Start by saying, I'm going to, I'm going to withdraw some time of my day, whether it's driving to work or, you know, it's, it's right before I go to bed, just take five minutes, whatever the time limit is, it doesn't matter. Acknowledge God in your life. Acknowledge he's there. Ask him for his help. You know, just, just, just invite him into your life. Even if it's a silent conversation, just allow yourself to be open to that and then be cognizant of, of taking care of yourself physically, man, get up and walk. Don't, you know, eat on regular times. Um, just just do the things that make you physically feel happy. Angela always comes home from runs, and she's just you can tell her 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 mood has improved tremendously just from going and doing that. You know, and on the other end, the mental side, just check out every once in a while. Just just you know, say I'm gonna I'm gonna take a minute and just not think about anything. I'm gonna de- decompress, or I'm gonna pick up a book and read it, or whatever it is. Something to just. Alleviate, alleviate your mind and basically start telling yourself no when you when you think that when the when the world pulls you saying you should be doing this you should be doing that you should be, learn to turn off turn off that worry and anxiety pray into that lord let me rest in you you let you be enough for me let me listen to your voice and all these other voices from 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 outside that's just noise and help me to see through it all and pick through it all yeah. What about you? What do you? I mean, you got any? I know you've got a nugget of in your mind palace over there. Yeah, I know. I moved some more stuff in my mind palace recently, but um, yeah, I agree. I mean, just if it's not, if it can't be ten minutes, five minutes, or listen to a podcast in your car if you're driving. If it takes a while to get to your office. Do that. Just do something different than you're doing today to make you closer to where you're getting that exercise spiritually as well as mentally. Well, I think, man, it's all about searching for that peace. I mean, that's what we're out there looking for. Well, I hear the music, man. That means we're over here. So all you saints and future saints, let's close with a prayer, all right? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, you desire rested and ready disciples. You wish only joy and peace for us. Give us the strength to say no to the demands of the world. Help us to find that needed rejuvenation and refreshment in you. Lord, keep our focus sharp and allow us to give control over to you. Help ease the worries and the anxieties of the world on our minds. And finally, Lord, give us the wisdom and the discernment to choose the right things and not everything. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.